listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. Lord, give you his peace. Well, there's one word that connects today's first reading from Acts of the Apostles with today's Gospels. Anyone catch the one word? Wrath. You wish it was wrath. <laughs> obedience. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to teach the obedience class to the novices. So, Acts of the Apostles, we were told that the Holy Spirit is God gives the Holy Spirit to those who obey Him. And then uh, in the Gospel here in John, those who believe in the Son have eternal life, and whoever disobeys the Son will not see life. So there's an obedience theme there. More about that later during class, okay? I'm just pointing it out to the novices. So it is a biblical, scriptural reality, the obedience that God is inviting us to. But uh, I just can't resist talking a little bit about this startling phrase from the end of the gospel, the wrath of God remains upon him. Did anybody feel it when you heard that? Like, whoa, I thought God was love. <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, these are words from Jesus. Um, so the wrath of God. Now we know that the whole Bible has a number of places that talks about the wrath, the righteous anger of God, right? And um, so... Does God, you know, God in and of himself from all eternity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, does God have emotions? Well, technically, no, right, brother? Okay, got a little theology, I can tell. So we know that in and of himself, God is immutable. He doesn't change, right? So it's not like God can have a bad day. Well, he's outside of creation in time anyway, so he doesn't have a day. It's all just one big day. But he doesn't, you know, he's not fickle in the sense that one day he, he loves you, the next day he hates you, or, you know, that he... But uh, the scripture does bear witness to this thing known as the anger of God or the wrath of God. And uh, I would propose to you that, um, well, it's in the Bible so many places, so we can't ignore it. But we need to understand it in the context of the whole. So there is no contradiction between the fact that God is love and that God does have wrath. There's no contradiction there. So we have to understand them together. Okay, how do we bring these two things together? Well, I would like to translate this passage. The loving wrath of God remains upon him. Uh, it's similar to the idea of fear, right? Like you have fear, which is bad. So we're told in, in 1 John, perfect love casts out all fear. So there's a fear that is contrary to love. But then on the other hand, we're talking about the gift of the Spirit, the fear of the Lord. Okay, so it's a loving fear. So a loving wrath of God. And I think for me, the person who best captured the way to understand this was St. Ignatius of Loyola. So please forgive me. We have a Jesuit who took a Franciscan name. So now we're going to have a Franciscan who talks about Jesuit things. Okay, so you probably have studied the spiritual exercises, right, of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And he is a really marvelous way of explaining how the devil works in a soul 
and how God works in the soul. And what he says basically is that when you have a person who is moving away from God in the general you know, life of sin and, and the life of you know, not really on track with trying to follow the ways of God, the devil works in that person's life by, you know, giving them consolations and, you know, candy and, you know, keep going on that path. And the way God works in that person's life is God afflicts them, you know. And that is the wrath, the loving wrath of God. That when somebody's on the wrong path, he allows us to experience the, the lack of fulfillment, the lack of joy, the lack of peace, the lack of um, life in sin. And the wages of sin is death, and it's God's love and it's his mercy that allows a, a sinning soul to experience that. You know, it's when the conscience pricks you, you know, and you know that you're doing wrong, you know that you're on the wrong track and you're not at peace. You're, um, what did St. Augustine say? Our hearts are restless, you know, and it's, it ends up being an expression of his love that he allows that. Um, and it is an expression of his wrath. That's what Jesus means when he says, the wrath of God is upon them. Those who do not believe, those who do not struggle to obey God, those who are going the other direction, in the words of ACDC, they're on a highway to hell, okay? And the most loving thing that God can do in that case is to, to afflict or, you know, to, to lovingly work in a soul in a way that wakes them up. Okay, so that's the best way to understand it. So when a soul believes and you're generally on the right path and trying and struggling to follow the ways of God, the devil afflicts you, <laughs> you know? He's, he's unhappy, with how things are going and he, he attacks and, and we know about that, huh? And in God consoles and, and blesses and draws the heart through his love. So in, if you're going away from God or going towards God, it is still the love of God that's at work. And, uh, and that's beautiful, huh? And that ultimately points to the main message of today's gospel and that is that God is trustworthy, right? Jesus came to testify that God is trustworthy, that God is good, that God is loving, and that he is worthy of our trust. And uh, that there is the project we're all working on. <laughs> that is the spiritual life. That is the lifelong project to believe that God is good and that he is trustworthy in all things, in all things, right? St. Paul had a way of saying it. What can separate us from the love of Christ? Name it, you know, trials, sufferings, persecutions, uh, you know, none of it. Because God is good, because God is love, because God is worthy of our trust. And uh, it is that, that, uh, it is that, that Jesus came to testify to, he came to witness to, he came to proclaim. And that is the heart of our proclamation as well to the world. It's the gospel. Um, in other words, the gospel afflicts the comfortable and comforts the afflicted, you know? So it is his love, whether it's his wrath, whether it's his consolation, uh, both are an expression of his love for us. And for that, we give thanks this day. Amen. You 
you've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.